1: For all new patients, Green Mountain Dental Group offers free teeth whitening trays when you schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam. Just mention BSN Denver.
2: Welcome to a brand new edition of the BSN Nuggets podcast. Harrison Wind here on a Friday. As always, we are presented by The Green Solution. You guys, visit any one of their 17 Colorado locations or browse their entire inventory online at mygreensolution.com. Reserve products online and pick up at your local TGS Express checkout. You'll be in and out in minutes. And if you use code BSN20, you can save 20% off your entire purchase. Fun show planned for today. Sitting across the table from me, special guest, Ben Carey of CapWise. You can follow his stuff on Instagram at CapWise. Ben puts in probably the most work out of anybody I know into sports betting. Uh, He posts daily content on Instagram, college football, NFL, NBA, MLB, he does it all. We're going to talk about Nuggets over-unders, championship odds, Nuggets odds in the Western Conference, MVP odds, Rookie of the Year odds. What's going on, man?
3: Not much. Just been uh, doing some research on some of these win totals, uh, some of the lines for the uh, NBA championship uh, odds. and. Yeah, it's, it's exciting. Most of the odds were just released uh, a few weeks ago. So just been doing some research and I definitely uh, find some lines that I like a lot. And the Nuggets uh, definitely have uh, interesting lines, too, with their uh, total wins as well. So
2: Yeah, we'll get into all that. So you do every sport, right? That's correct. Yes. College football, NFL, NBA, MLB. How long have you uh, been doing this? And tell us a little bit about cap wise and
3: kind of what goes on over there. Yeah, absolutely. So formerly Currency Kings, uh, Capwise changed the name about two weeks ago. So did some rebranding there. But I've been handicapping sports for about four to five years now. Been starting just taking more in depth look at some of the lines over the last two years. And then I actually started, like you mentioned, the Instagram page, uh, just releasing free content to uh, anyone uh, who, who has been willing to learn more about sports betting and, and been doing pretty well. So like I'm like you mentioned uh, college football, NFL, uh, NBA, you name it. Uh, I cover uh, almost every sport here. So uh, yeah, it's been super fun, especially with some of the new regulation and legalization coming in uh, with sports betting. So it, it's an exciting time and it, it's awesome to uh, be in the space and, and especially as we go through some of the changes with the legalization. So it's, its it's been really exciting.
2: Right. And you post articles,
3: capwise.com. People can find it there as well. Yes, absolutely. CapWise.com. Typically, we'll post a daily article with uh, my top picks, and we'll do write-ups for the upcoming seasons as well. So NBA, in the next few months, you'll you'll see articles coming out with some of my favorite win total over-under bets, as well as some of my favorite MVP bets, as well as NBA championship bets too as well.
2: Right on. Well, let's get into some of it. I want to start off with the over-unders, it's always like a monumental moment I feel like in the NBA calendar when the over/unders get released, and I feel like it's a good time to look at them now because a lot of the big moves in free agency are obviously done. Uh, a lot of the big trades I feel like are completed. Maybe there's still like a Bradley Beal trade out there or a Kevin Love trade out there, but I feel like we've got a pretty good grasp of the league and where it's at after the crazy off season. Let's start with the Nuggets over/under: fifty-one and a half. What is just kind of your initial impression of that number when you saw it come out? Well, first, it's
3: high, but let's take a look at the performance of the Nuggets to that number the last few years. And we were just discussing off air, the last four seasons, we had the Nuggets actually overachieving the Vegas line for the over-under. And those seasons were all with Malone, of course. So if we date back to 2015, uh, Vegas predicted the Nuggets to win 27. Uh, they won 33. We jump into 2016, 36 and a half was projected. Nuggets won 40. 2017, 45 and a half. Nuggets won 46. And then last year, of course, we were projected to win 47 and a half, 154. So that's it's pretty solid. And I think finally Vegas and and some of the the media is actually giving the Nuggets the credit right. they deserve. We're not we're not under the radar anymore you know, with Jokic's performances uh, throughout the, the last few years, and then Jamal Murray having a great season last year. I think now uh, the line is finally where it should be. But after all saying all that, I actually think uh, the Nuggets will land over fifty one and a half.
2: I like the over two and. It's funny looking back at like how it's happened historically. Any reason that that you can think that Vegas has been under uh, on Denver so often, especially under the Michael Malone era these last four years? Is it just does it just boil down to the fact that the Nuggets are just one of those overlooked markets and whatnot, and they just can't really get a good grasp on the value Denver has? Do you think?
3: I would say that's accurate, and I also think. A lot of the uh, experts in in Vegas, they really didn't think Jokic was as good as he actually is. Right, right. I mean, we're talking about, if if we look in 20 years, Jokic could be one of the best centers of all time. And I just think the last few years, uh, Vegas didn't look at Jokic like that. And as well, uh, he, at the time, last year, maybe wasn't considered a star player, right? So, uh, if you're not a big market team and you don't have a LeBron or a Kawhi, or Kyrie, you're just not going to get that attention. So that benefits sports betters if you can find, you know, lines like the Nuggets have had with their over-under win totals the last few years. And if you've taken over the last four years, you've done pretty well. So
2: yeah, I, I like that for sure. People have definitely been underrating Jokic L- last year was really his coming out party for sure. And my take about Jokic is like, I obviously think he's a top 10 player and even those of us in Denver Around the team every day, who watch him every day, I'm still not sure if most of us know quite how good he uh, exactly is and exactly can become. So I think he's set for a big year. I like the over as well. You guys know from listening to the show that I, I like how Denver has preached continuity, and I think we'll definitely see that again next year. Like, there's not a lot of reasons I think you can point to that can lead you to say they're going to go under or, or have a disappointing year. Yeah, injuries could happen, but I think we saw last year that Denver can really sustain injuries with how deep they are. And another thing I've been saying is the Nuggets are going to get off to a really solid start again because so many of these teams, there's so many changing parts, uh, so many of the teams at the top of the Western Conference, the Clippers, the Lakers, the Jazz even, have gone through like these restoration projects. and It's going to take time for those teams to gel, Denver isn't going to have that adjustment, period. Do you kind of agree with that?
3: I definitely do. This next season will be an extension from last season. I don't really see too many changes. Obviously, you know Michael Porter Jr. may be in the lineup now, mm-hmm. but I think he'll fit right in, and I think we'll, for the most part, keep the same uh, core and uh, the same approach to how we've won games throughout the season. And, yeah, I mean, we were talking about this off-air with – Uh, Some of the super teams, and we've seen it in the past, you know, LeBron and AD, it's going to take some time to to mesh and and learn how, you know, the two will play with each other. And uh, even in Houston, too, as well, I think that's going to take some time. And frankly, I don't know if that's even going to work, but (laughs) we'll we'll find out. Uh, But yeah, as far as the Nuggets line goes, I mean, there's there's actually six teams ahead of them that have a higher projected win total, which I think is still off. So I, I think when you're looking at it, and we'll, we'll jump into some of those numbers too as well, but I think when you're just looking at that number of 51 and a half, I, I have the Nuggets winning around 54, 55. So uh, I think this is a definite for sure over for me.
2: Yeah, it's funny. Like, I just imagine, well, maybe not Houston, that's not a good example, but maybe with the Lakers, day one of training camp or, or in the days leading up to training camp, they're putting in all their sets and, and, and yeah. learning, like, the offense – Denver in open gyms is just like running their offense with their first five and and their second five you know in the weeks leading up to training camp they just can like immediately just operate training camp like it's a practice they're not going to need that adjustment period they didn't need it last year they won't need it this year either in day one
3: uh first game of the year it's going to be the same formula it's been the last few years they're gonna they're gonna you know try to get Jokic involved in the offense and You know, hope Murray can get shots up, and it's nothing's really going to change. So it's going to be exciting.
2: So let's kind of run down the top of the West here. Like you said, the Nuggets have the seventh highest win total in, or sorry, the sixth highest in the West. Clippers at fifty-five and a half. I think the Clippers are the top team in the West right now. I've got Denver second heading into the season, but they've got the Jazz fifty-three and a half, and then the Rockets fifty-two and a half. So. Vegas has the Nuggets with the fourth-highest win total in the Western Conference, below the Clippers,
3: below the Jazz, below the Rockets. What do you think about that? I'm not surprised uh, if if you've been around the space enough. Uh, The teams, big market teams, are going to get the attention, like I mentioned. And And the
2: Lakers are also at 51.5, I should add. So Vegas has the Nuggets and Lakers with that same win total as of now.
3: Yep, so... Uh, You have the Lakers, (laughs) and I I actually believe last year the Lakers and Nuggets had the same projected win total. Hmm. I I could be off maybe by a few games, but we kind of saw how that played out last year. Of course, there were some injuries on the Lakers' end, but I think it just goes to show, uh, you know, maybe finally the Nuggets are getting that respect that they deserve, but it's just interesting to see. If I'm looking at the Lakers versus the Nuggets and the Lakers, you know, with more... Uh, moving parts than the Nuggets and more changes. I, I think the Nuggets for sure is a, is a safer bet to to hit over.
2: I think a big part of what you talk about that like respect that Denver is getting now and and fifty one and a half that's like a it's a notable number yeah. for for a Denver team. I have to think a lot of that comes from getting to the second round of the playoffs because I remember when Denver was down one zero at home and, and down by double digits in game two yeah. and then. Miraculously came back (laughs) to win that on the back of Jamal Murray. (laughs) Uh, I wonder what this win total would look like if they lost that first round series against the Spurs because they had that great regular season. But I could see a world where if they weren't able to beat San Antonio in that first
3: round, that it could be quite a bit lower. I think it's for sure would be under fifty. Yeah, maybe forty nine. It's it's hard really to say, but. Yeah, I think winning, you know, beating the Spurs, even though it's not the Spurs team of old, still the Spurs to be, in San Antonio, yeah, tough place, to and, play. and to beat one of the greatest coaches of all time in the NBA ranks, uh, yeah, being down one zero, and I mean the Spurs, Spurs have some talent still, so I think that was big for the Nuggets. And to the point, yeah, I mean, if if they lose that series, who knows what this number's at?
2: Mm-hmm. So we both like the Nuggets over. I don't have a firm projection yet of like an exact win total that I'm going to put down on paper. I projected them for 50 wins last year. Uh, They got 54, obviously. And I feel like my projection will probably come in somewhere around there this year, but I'm definitely going over. Uh, Ben likes the over as well. Mm -hmm. Let's get into some of the other over-unders that kind of jumped out at us across the league.
3: Let's talk about the Jazz. (laughs) Let's talk about (laughs) the Jazz. So
2: 53 and a half, which is the high. second highest total in the West, above the Rockets, above the Nuggets, above the Lakers. What is kind of your first impression on that?
3: Well, maybe it's similar to where the Nuggets are at with, I guess, not a lot of moving parts. I know they brought in Conley, Bogdanovich too. Yeah, Bo- yeah, Bogdanovich. But yeah, fifty-three and a half—that's that's a high number. I and and I'm I'm big on the Jazz this year, but mm-hmm. I, I I think the Jazz land closer to 50, 50 wins. I think they hit fifty, but. I'm not sure about 53, getting 54 wins. They won 50 last year, Mm
2: -hmm. and so they definitely got better, I think. Like Conley, it's a big-time addition. Mm -hmm. All-star caliber point guard, a guy who's just going to be so solid on both ends of the floor for you. And and I like the Bogdanovich pickup as well. I'm a little bit worried about the Jazz's depth, and I think that's something that will hurt them in the regular season more than the playoffs. Like I I think depth and having a really deep bench – is obviously more important in the regular season than when you get into the conference finals and the conference semifinals when your starters are just playing more. But here's their projected bench right now. Their backup point guard, you know, Donovan Mitchell can play some point, but they're either going to play Dante Exum or Emmanuel Mudiay heavy minutes. And I don't think you can count on Exum to be healthy for the whole year. And obviously I don't think you can count on Mudiay to give you consistent rotation minutes on a playoff caliber team or a team – like the Jazz who think they'll finish near the top of the West. Royce O'Neal, who I like, but I kind of feel like he's a Tory Craig type player. Jeff Green and Ed Davis. I mean, that's yeah. their bench right now. And I think they, you know, could make a little playoff yeah. run, but in the regular season, if they suffer an injury or whatnot, I'm not too confident. In their depth,
3: so that's really my big red flag with the Jets. And it's not a b- bad bench at all, but we're we're talking about 54 wins here, right? So I, I mean, I, I just don't see you know with one injury, they're in a they're in a tough spot there. So I 50 54 wins, that's going to be tough to get this year, uh, especially in a Western Conference that's it's loaded. So
2: I want to jump over to the East real quick because a couple of those caught my eye. And I'll start with the Pacers, who had a nice year last year, got 48 wins. Their over-under comes in at 46.5 this year. And that seems high to me for a couple reasons. One is because Victor Oladipo, not expected back until, like, January. And they also lose Bogdanovich. And I know they got Malcolm Brogdon in. I know they got TJ Warren in there. Uh, But Jeremy Lamb is there as well. I'm not sure if those additions can make up for not having Oladipo for maybe half the season and also losing Bogdanovich, who mm-hmm. really carried them, you know, over the final oh, couple yeah. months of last season into the playoffs.
3: Yeah, it's it's an interesting line there. Uh, I'm, I'm curious exactly when Oladipo is going to come back. Uh, I, You know, Sabonis is a great player as well. But I, I guess, you know, looking at this line, I mean, the East is down. They're going to get some... A few wins on the line just inflated for being in the East. But, mm-hmm. uh, man. I mean, 46. Last year they had 48. I just don't know if they're a better team. Even with Oladipo back, I don't know if they're a better team than last year.
0: Yeah, I don't
2: think they are. So, uh, that's why that one seemed high to me. The other one in the East that seemed high to me was the Nets, who actually opened at 50.5. Now it's at 47 and a half. It still seems a little high to me. Obviously, no Kevin Durant this year. Kyrie Irving's there. I don't really like Spencer their depth Dinwiddie. Vibe, Spencer Dinwiddie <laughs> our guy yeah they're starting power forward is Torian Prince mm. wow. they don't seem Thanks. very deep to me and I know it's the east but uh, I still have some questions about Brooklyn
3: yeah Brooklyn's an interesting team and I I don't know if they're going into this year uh, with the mentality of winning at all I mean just with the injury to Kevin Duran I think this is one of those weird years where it's almost like we're preparing for the next year potentially yeah, yeah. so that that line is interesting to me. It, it actually was. It opened at fifty and a half, and uh, it dropped down to forty seven and a half, which means a lot of betters were. That betting. seems like a big drop. To yeah, me. that's a that's a significant drop right there of three games. But I think when that line opened, a lot of betters jumped on that immediately betting under. So I mm-hmm. think forty seven and a half is closer closer to where it should be. But still, I I could see them landing under forty seven and a half as well. Any other ones that Jump out to
2: you across either uh, the east or the west when you look at these win totals.
3: Yeah, I mean, there's a few at the bottom, but you want to be careful with playing some of these over unders uh, for teams like the Hornets, who are projected to win 23 and a half, and then the Cavs, 24 and a half. Just because you, you don't you don't really know if, if these teams are going to get into tank mode, and who who knows what happens at the end of the year. But one that I want to look at is the Mavericks at 40 and a half. I think they land under. <laughs> There's a lot of high hopes for the Mavericks from from some, and we saw that by Luka's MVP odds, which he's, I think he was in the top five for, or close to the top five to be an MVP candidate, which I just don't see as a second-year guy. I love the player, but I, I think the Mavericks are still uh, maybe a year or two out before they get to that uh, place where they're actually over 500, and mm-hmm. I don't think this year is uh, a season where they, they land over 500. So I would actually take – the under for the Mavericks, 40 and a half. That's one of my, my favorites there.
2: Yeah, the Mavericks do seem like they're probably one year away from the playoffs, at least in my opinion. The West, while it's still very wide open with the Warriors dropping off a little bit, I still think Dallas is one year away from, from making the
3: playoffs. We'll see how Porzingis yeah. looks coming off the ACL. Last year they had 33 wins, so I think they, they improved from last year, but I, I see them landing closer to 38 wins uh, this next season. All right, good stuff. So we both like the Nuggets over. Right now it's at 51
2: and a half. I think they come in at something like 54, or I could even see them improving to 55 or or some number around there. They've gone over every year of the Michael Malone era. Seems like things are setting up for them to have a good chance to go over again, even if the injuries hit. I touched on this earlier. Denver probably had.
0: Like yeah, last one, of the, year. one of the craziest injury yeah.
2: situations I can remember last year for most of the year, led the league in games missed due to injury and still found a way to jostle with the Warriors all year for the top spot. I mean, Nick Young was playing in December. <laughs> I didn't forget <laughs> Nick Young. Still, I think maybe one of the loudest moments at Pepsi Center this year, Nick Young hitting a three. <laughs> I was at the game, and
3: you would think we were in the Western Conference Finals or something. Was, Nick Young great. hitting
2: a three or Vaughn Miller hitting a half court uh, yeah. shot. Yeah. I don't know which one was louder, but yeah, Nick Young, we, we won't forget. All right. A lot more to get to on today's show. Real quick, though, it's time to take a second and acknowledge Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of BSN Denver. Breckenridge is the original Colorado beer established in 1990 in Breckenridge, Colorado. You've probably heard of their delicious vanilla porter, their oatmeal stout, and most people's personal favorite, the world-famous Avalanche, which is their classic American amber ale. But they just released a new beer called Strawberry Sky that you guys are going to love. For you beer enthusiasts out there, they are calling this a light-hearted Kolsch ale. But for those of you who have no idea what that means, this is a light, delicious summer beer that you've been looking for. So look for Strawberry Sky at your local liquor store or any other Breckenridge beer, Also make sure to check out the Breckenridge event calendar on bsndenver.com. You'll be able to see all the events that we have planned and we'll be drinking Breck beers at all of them. So RSVP and have a good time. Let's hit a break real quick. We'll get into odds to win the West, odds to win the NBA championship, where Denver factors into all that. Also MVP and rookie of the year odds. We'll be right back.
1: Hyper Electric has been a part of the Denver community for over 35 years.
2: BSN Nuggets podcast on a Friday. Harrison Wind here alongside Ben Carey from CapWise. Make sure to check him out on Instagram at CapWise, capwise CapWise.com. Daily picks, college football season coming up. He does the NBA too. NFL season coming up, of course. So uh, make sure to follow along there for all of his breakdowns. Of course, we're presented today by The Green Solution. Make sure to visit MyGreenSolution.com and use code BSN20 for 20% off your entire purchase. All right, let's get into the Western Conference here. Odds to win the West. Clippers, the favorite at 5 to 2, then the Lakers 15 to 4, the Rockets are 13 to 2, the Warriors 7 to 1, Nuggets 17 to 2, Jazz 17 to 2. Let's talk value.
3: Do you see any nice value there out of any of those teams? I do and of course, <laughs> Denver Nuggets I mean at 17 to two that's that's great odds I, I when you when you look at this, yes, Clippers are the front runner but they're five to two. What value are you re- really getting out of that Not a lot. So when I'm looking at some of these odds, I try to find that that value and find, try to find an edge and I just think looking at the bigger picture and these odds of all the teams in the West, Looking at Denver at 17, 17 to two is, is a much better value than a team such as the Clippers at at five to two, or even the Lakers at fi- fifteen to four. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no reason why uh, you wouldn't want to put some money down on the Nuggets at seventeen to two. I think that's a steal, and I think throughout the season, even probably a month in, those odds will drop, and they'll, you know, you'll you'll be in a position where you're uh, better than the beginning of the season. So uh yeah i think 17 to 2 is great uh golden state's interesting as well seven to one uh i think they're a little under the radar which is weird to say about a, a warriors team for the last sure five years they've been the only team we've talked about out of the the western conference but i think this year at seven to one that's not bad uh, bad as well clay should be coming back uh russell will be in the picture. Um, of course, Curry. So there's some good value there. And, you know, there's some other ones, too, that maybe if you look a little deeper, but I I just don't see anyone else other than the Clippers, Lakers, Rockets, Warriors, or Jazz, or excuse me, Nuggets, not Jazz, those teams coming out of the West. So
2: the Nuggets, like, I feel like they're that low, probably just because they haven't been there before. Yeah, that would be my guess. They just don't have you know, that classic playoff experience that the Warriors do, obviously, that not the Clippers do, but Kawhi Leonard, Paul George have made some playoff runs before. Mm-hmm. And uh, obviously, LeBron has been there before. James Harden has been there before. Westbrook has been there before at the Rockets. That is probably the reason I think the Nuggets are, are lower there at 17-2. But, I mean, I agree with you. I think Denver has as good of a shot this year, uh, like obviously oh. – than they've had in the last few seasons to get out of the West. And I think the doors open, like they were a couple 50, 50 plays, a couple bounces that did not go their way away from getting to the Western conference finals last year. And no, I don't think they would have beaten the warriors, but mm-hmm. I think they would have gotten a game. Yeah. Uh, so with, with the warriors kind of not out of the picture because I like golden state as well at, at seven to one, I think the nuggets are a good value here. The Warriors, like, here's how I see the Warriors season going. They get off to a really slow start. Like, I mean a really slow start. People probably start freaking out about them a little bit. (laughs) Then by Christmas, by January, they get things in gear, and then maybe Clay comes back Mm -hmm. around the time of the playoffs, and I think they'd be a sneaky pick to get out of the West.
3: Yeah, and we mentioned earlier in the show uh, if the Nuggets don't beat the Spurs in the first round, where the odds would be. But let's put it this way. What if the Nuggets beat the Blazers and moved to the Western Conference Finals last year? I think these odds would be closer to 7-1. to one. Mm-hmm. So uh, that being said, I think there is some value here. Um, like you said, there were a few bounces that didn't go our way. We should have won that game seven. We all know that. But we didn't. Here are the odds, and I think at 17-2, to two, that's, that's, a, that's a great number. The Lakers being at 15-4 to four here –
2: the, uh, the the second highest odds to win the West Finals. What do you think about that? Because in my opinion, the Lakers are a strong team. I like some aspects of how they rounded out their roster with Danny Green. I think Cousins will be able to give them something. Um, I'm still a little bit worried, though, that they're one major injury away yeah. from being – kind of similar to how they were last year and obviously you know if LeBron goes down for a period of time if Davis goes down for a period of time they'll be able to survive much better than they did last year because they just have a stronger group around those mm-hmm. guys um but still I mean I mean maybe it seems maybe they will be a more dangerous team come playoff time than in the regular season yeah. I could certainly see that just what are kind of your thoughts on, on the Lakers I guess
3: yeah uh, that of course <laughs> being an LA team you're you're gonna be that high on the board here and uh with the acquisitions they made of course 15 to 4 is and i'm not surprised but i believe it should be closer to maybe like a uh five to one six to one but mm-hmm. that's just where we're at with the lakers and we, we saw that last year too their their odds were up there as well so uh yeah i i totally agree with you they're, they're one major injury away and they're in, they're in some trouble there so we have to see how cousins comes back after his injury because He was not, I don't even think, close to 60%, 70% uh, in the the finals. He he did not look himself. He barely even dunked the ball. So we'll have to see how he comes back, and we'll just have to see how LeBron and AD play with each other. You know, LeBron's getting up there in age. I think the best years of his career are behind him. Now he's still one of the top players in uh, the uh, NBA. But, you know, one injury away, and we we know how things go in L.A., and we know how things go with a, uh, a LeBron team. Uh, they start losing games, and all of a sudden, the coach is on the hot seat. So, right? It's, will it's, Jason
2: Kidd be the head coach of the Lakers at some point this <laughs> year? Can we throw down yeah, a future we, on that? We need
3: to, we need to find <laughs> the odds on that one. But yeah, so every game, every game is going to be under the, the spotlight for the Lakers, and yeah, it's 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 interesting to see how how that's going to play out.
2: Yeah, LeBron will turn thirty-five this year. Okay. Yeah. So you're right it's on that. Wild. Let's talk about the Northwest Division. The Jazz are the favorites one-to-one odds, Nuggets at eight to five. Those are really the two teams in my mind that are the heavy favorites for the division. The Thunder obviously will take a big step back this season. I think they'll be pesky, but like yeah. they're not going to be the
3: same Thunder team. The Steven Adams-led Thunder. <laughs> yeah, Daniel
2: Gallinari, Steven Adams, yeah. uh, Chris Paul. I wonder how long Chris Paul will stay there for. <laughs> Portland, I like Portland. I think they're a clear tier below. Utah and Denver, and I think Denver and Utah, probably in the same tier, uh, just when you're looking at the league at large, but what do you think about
3: the Northwest division? Yeah, I think those numbers are about right, uh, just going off of to the over-under win totals, I, but honestly, I think the, the Nuggets should be closer to a one-to-one position, and then maybe the Jazz at eight-to-five, so mm-hmm. small flip-flop there. Um, believe it or not, uh, I actually think the Blazers are getting some decent value at 11-to-two, but... Uh, just it's just hard to see a Blazers team uh, outperforming the Jazz and the Nuggets. I mean, the Jazz, like we said, projected closer to 54, 53 wins, and then Nuggets over 50. I don't see the Blazers contending for that Northwest division, but it's going to come down to the Jazz and Nuggets, and it's going to be real close, too. I mean, the the Jazz made some uh, acquisitions in the offseason, but I think at 8-5, again, I know I hate to keep saying, like, bet on the Nuggets, bet on the Nuggets, but traditionally we've we've discussed over the last few years they've they've come through on those bets right. on those over under totals and uh division totals so yeah i i think uh i think the nuggets at eight to five is a, is is a good value bet there
2: the blazers also seem to be one of these teams and you kind of alluded to it that vegas doesn't maybe not pay attention to is the wrong choice of words but undervalues a bit absolutely like we haven't gone back and looked at this,
3: but I wouldn't be surprised if they've hit there over over the last yeah, couple of years. I, I, it would have to be similar to the Nuggets because, I mean, last year, the year before, yeah, they have to be uh, cl- closely aligned with the Nuggets as far as uh, exceeding those expectations with the win total.
0: And,
2: yeah, going back to the Blazers' win total, 45-and-a-half. They won 53 last year. 45-and-a-half seems a little low. Yeah, that's another one I, I missed. I think I, I think I might go over on that, mm-hmm. yeah. They lost Nurkic. I mean, he's probably not due back until you know closer to the end of the season, February, January maybe. I think Whiteside can keep them treading water. I, I, I'm not a big Whiteside guy, but he's not the worst stopgap option. Uh, I, I don't think. They're thin on the wing, but I agree with you. Those are uh, some decent odds right there yeah. with Portland. Let's talk odds to win the NBA Finals. The Clippers are the favorite, followed by the Bucks. And then the Lakers, the Rockets, the 76ers, the Warriors, the Nuggets. Anybody uh, stick out to you there that that you kind of like when you're we're talking odds to win the NBA Finals?
3: Yeah, I, I think the Bucs actually is a really good value pick. And the reason why is you look at the West, there's four, maybe five teams that can come out of the West. Uh, the East, you're looking at maybe one or two teams. Maybe you can throw in a, a Celtics team, but I don't uh-huh. think so. I, I mean, we're looking at the Bucs and, and the 76ers, right? And we, we saw what happened in the 76ers last postseason. But um, the Bucks I, I think they have the core to do it. They have the Greek freak. Uh, the MB, MVP last year, we'll cover the MVP uh, numbers coming up here. But I think the Bucks at 11-2 to two is actually a pretty good value pick because, uh, you know, that's going to be that team that's going to come out of the East most likely. So, you you know, you don't have to worry about, like, a team, let's say, that even the Nuggets or the Warriors or Lakers, they could run into – into some trouble in the postseason. Right. And I mean, you go from a series playing, let's say the Lakers to the Clippers back to back, that's tough, right? Mm-hmm. Versus maybe the Bucks playing the, the the Nets and then the 76ers, right? So that path to get to the NBA finals, I, I think, makes this Bucks team a good value pick at 11 to 2. Yeah,
2: I agree. I agree. Because like, if you're going to make one bet on a team To win the NBA Finals. I think it should be the Bucs because the West, it's a murderous row this year. I I think the Clippers are the best team in the West, like Vegas does, but still, there's a much better chance. There's a much better chance that the Bucks make the finals coming through the East than the Clippers Mm -hmm. do coming through the West. Because like you said, other than Milwaukee and Philly, there's a big drop off after those two teams. I mean, and and I still think
3: Milwaukee is probably in a tier by itself. Yeah, I mean the next you have the 76ers at ten to one, but then after that, it, it goes to uh, the, the Celtics at twenty five to one. So pretty significant uh, drop off there. But one thing I want to throw in and just a betting strategy that I like to do is pick one team from the East, one team from the West. So you know, best case scenario, both both those teams play, mm-hmm. and you're in a good position. Right. right. So you know, maybe pick the Bucks and then pick your favorite uh, out of the West, which there's some good contenders and Nuggets sixteen to one.
2: Yeah, Nuggets at 16-1, to 1, nice value. Yeah,
3: I would say again, I mean, all these numbers, they're, there's good value there. If, if the Nuggets hypothetically are the one seed uh, moving into the, the playoffs, they're going to be closer to like five to four to one. I think so.
2: Denver has a relatively high floor when compared to a, a few of the teams around them. Like yeah. besides a Jokic injury, I'm not sure there's many things Denver couldn't overcome yeah like, like they have the depth to overcome a lot of things yeah. that could be thrown their way we,
3: we've we've proved that in the past so I mean just with little injuries we we have the depth we're a deep team and we're young too so uh we have guys that can come in and uh step up I mean there's like like we mentioned there was a period of time where uh, a lot of guys were injured and we almost couldn't even form a roster they're gonna have to call Harrison uh, and <laughs> get some jump shots and off the bench but yeah I mean we got over that hump and that, that just shows the the depth the Nuggets have, and just the coaching style. Malone, he knows how to work with those guys if if they need to come in. So,
2: if you were to throw money on a team not named the Clippers, the Bucks, or the Nuggets to win the NBA title next season, what team are you going on?
3: Like just throwing a flyer at? I would say the Warriors, and I hate to say that because. They're the warriors, and they've they've been they've been that team that's got all the publicity the last few years. But at twelve to one, I mean when when was the last time we've seen Golden State at twelve to one? I mean we would have to look back like to the Baron Davis days. Mm-hmm. I mean that's that's an interesting number. But with all the teams in the Western Conference ahead of them, that that number makes sense. but, Clay Thompson will be, be coming back. They, they they got Russell. They have Steve Kerr. I mean, he's he's been there. And Steve Kerr is a guy that plays for the playoffs, right? I mean, he will get uh, in a position where he's he's not worried about what's really happening in the regular season. And that's a sneaky team. I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, they're
2: going to be ready like for the playoffs if we know the Warriors. What if the Warriors made the finals for a six straight time? would be hilarious.
3: Now, the Rockets, two at 9-1, to it's interesting, but I just – I until I see how Harden and Westbrook play together, I, I would not touch that. But hey, you you could uh, you could like you said, it's a flyer. <laughs>
2: you So can, you can take it. I but. like that you brought up the Rockets because the Rockets are the team I was actually gonna say. And if yeah. you're looking on at a team to maybe put some money on to win the West, the Rockets at thirteen to two. I don't think that's terrible. And then
3: uh, to win the finals at nine to one. Huge upside with the Rockets. I, I mean, you have potentially two of the best, you know, two of the top players in the NBA, and the, there will be a lot of scoring with those two. I like Houston.
2: I do. I don't know how Westbrook and Harden are gonna work next to each other, but man, I, I just like the team they've got. It's it, there's a lot of people out there, and me included, who are a little skeptical, but. I just think Westbrook makes them a much better team, a much more dangerous team, a much more versatile team Mm -hmm. than they were with Chris Paul. He's not the defender Chris Paul was. He's not the shooter that Chris Paul was either. Um, But I just think he's going to
3: add a different dynamic Mm -hmm. to that team. We've come to learn what was going on with CP3 and and Harden. So, you know, maybe this is just a a fresh start and those two can say like, hey, you know, yes, both of us want the ball, but – at the end of the day, I think those two players—they want to win an NBA championship, and yeah. the way the NBA landscape has, has shaped—it's—it's—it's um, it's, it's, you know two players up top on each team, and it's like let's let's do this thing. So I think if they can come together and start playing well, that's a that's a that's a great pick from a value standpoint. Yeah, I
2: think so. people are sleeping on the Rockets. I mean, there's some blow-up potential for sure. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I, I like the upside there. I like the upside. Yeah. All right, let's hit another break real quick. When we come back, we'll talk MVP odds, rookie of the year odds, where Nikola Jokic, Michael Porter Jr. factor mm. into both of those discussions. We'll be right back.
3: The biggest benefits of CBD are our cognitive, our neuroprotection, neuroregeneration, anti inflammatory, and then a lot of the most common situations that, that people are taking it are for pain.
1: That is Arthur Jaffe a former cu buffs football player and founder of elixinol a colorado-based company focused on providing the highest quality of cbd oil and hemp extracts in the world like arthur mentioned earlier cbd has significant medical benefits and isn't limited to just athletes everyone can take it from adults and children to even your dog.
3: I wished I would have learned about it or that it would have been more prominent at a younger age to potentially have, have given my father a, a significant opportunity to fight prostate cancer, which ultimately took his life when I was thirteen. You know, I really think that it would have helped him.
1: Arthur and the folks over at Elixinol's mission is to educate, inspire, and empower others to live naturally healthy, happy lives. To learn more and join the CBD conversation, check out elixinol.com.
2: Back here on the BSN Nuggets podcast, Friday edition of the program, Harrison Wint here alongside Ben Carey from CapWise. Make sure to check his stuff out with college football season right around the corner, the NFL right around the corner, NBA soon to follow. He's going to be a great resource for picks, daily content, Everything you want to know about betting, NBA, NFL, even baseball. Uh, Let's talk about MVP odds and then rookie of the year odds. Giannis is the favorite to repeat, Uh, followed by Steph Curry, James Harden, Kawhi Leonard, LeBron, Anthony Davis, Joel Embiid, Luka Doncic, and Nikola Jokic, both at 16 to 1. Hmm. What do you think of those?
3: (laughs) Well, I think Jokic should, should definitely be above Luka, but hey, they're both at 16 to 1. This is uh, interesting. Some of these odds, and the reason being is you have to think about what team is is going to be in contention for an NBA championship, and who's going to be a top of their division, right? So, um, as well as production, because that's at the end of the day, we, we compare numbers, and we, we, you know, that's that's what we do. So, mm-hmm. that being said, you look at a guy like James Harden at seven to one. Uh, he's always been in contention for the MVP the last few years, but now with Westbrook, I think his production will drop a little bit. So I think immediately that's that's not a good bet. Uh, Kawhi will be very interesting at eight to one uh, in a new on a new team in a new city. Mm-hmm. But yeah, looking looking at uh, Jokic at sixteen to one. You know, after the season he had last year, he's most likely he'll be an All Star this year uh, if he can put up close to triple double. You know those triple-double type games and and get close to like almost averaging a triple-double, which he won't, but it'll be close to. And the Nuggets are over 50 games and are either first or second in the West. I think that's a great pick at 16-1. to
2: I agree. So, for a couple reasons. I can't see Jokic putting up numbers worse than last year by any means. I could see him having a pretty similar year to what he did last year. I could even see him shooting it better from three because he, he mm-hmm. never really found his three-point stroke last year. So I see him having a pretty similar year, like we just spoke about. I think Denver finishes with 50-plus wins. And I also think the fact that Jokic was fourth in MVP voting last year, and mm-hmm. I thought he should have been three. Because uh, Embiid was
3: it broke the, down.
2: It, the MVP voting went last year, Giannis, then Harden, then Paul George. And oh, okay, that's right. I don't think the voters really watched the last couple no. months of the season. But they when, will be, th- they will be this <laughs> season. Yes, um, I thought Jokic should have been third last year, but the fact that he got fourth and the fact that he was on a lot of ballots, yeah, I think that's that going to give him some nice momentum heading into this season. Yeah, with the voters at
3: least. Yeah, I mean last year averaged twenty, uh, almost eleven rebounds and seven assists. Yeah, I, if he can, I think he, I think his numbers will be better than that. So. And the Nuggets, if if they have a better season than they did last year, I think he will be in contention. Now the Greek Freak will be another one uh, that's going to be uh, a, a tough one to beat. But yeah, yeah will he go back to back? That's that's tough to do. If there's a guy who's going to go back to back like
2: Curry did a few years back, it's probably Giannis. Yeah, right. I mean, Milwaukee's going to be great. I think they're going to win the East. So you know they're going to put up the wins. You know he's going to put up really strong numbers. He's going to have a lot of nationally televised games. He, he's could win defensive player of the year as well. So I think he'll be in the conversation. I'd like Kawhi Leonard at eight to one, as long as he plays enough games. Mm -hmm. That's probably the one concern I have about betting Leonard. He was load managed a lot last year. I'm curious to see what kind of approach the Clippers take with him this year, but I kind of like Kawhi Leonard. I think the Clippers are, have a good shot to win the West and Kawhi Leonard is their best player. So I don't think that's a bad bet.
3: Yeah, and when you look at other than the Greek freak, you look at Curry five to one, Harden seven to one, Leonard eight to one, LeBron nine to one, Davis ten to one. Out of those players, I think Leonard is the best bet there. Uh, James and Davis, uh, it's going to be interesting to see how they play with each other and will the numbers be down. But <clears throat> I think Leonard, yeah, he's he's going to have an extension of last year, and as long as he plays, you know, close to seventy-five plus games. That's that's definitely a great pick. Anybody further down the list that you're intrigued by?
2: Carl Towns, 20-1. to 1. Dame Lillard, 25. Dame Lillard <laughs> probably could be in the conversation, you know. One. Yeah. Because you could talk yourself into Portland. You'll know, probably get in like a you know, top three seed yeah. and best case scenario. And if they do that, he's probably in the discussion.
3: Um, well, three, three that I'm looking at just right here that – Right next to each other in order. You have Donovan Mitchell at 33 to 1, which is interesting because he's a guy who can put up the numbers to be an MVP Mm -hmm. candidate, especially if the Jazz uh, perform how Vegas is expecting them with some of these numbers. He could be in contention. Uh, Kyrie at 33 to 1, that's that's not a bad value pick as well. Yeah, especially
2: if Brooklyn kind of, you know. If everything goes right for them, that'd be a, a very. Yeah, trendy I, I just pick. don't
3: know if they're going to be a top two team. Yeah. coming out of the the East, which is important. <laughs> Zion at fifty to one. Well, that's a little high, but hey, <laughs> that's interesting. But yeah, uh, there there's a couple value picks a a little lower here. I mean, yeah, Paul George at twenty five to one. That's that's not bad. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think uh, I think some of my top ones will be Jokic at sixteen to one. And let's see here. Yeah, I, w- I would have to go with uh, Giannis again at 3-1, you know, to one, just because they're going to be in that position to be first in the East, and he's going to have a lot of production.
2: Yeah, Giannis is a smart pick. I agree there. He's probably the rightful favorite. Yeah. Rookie of the year. Last one I want to hit here. Zion, a heavy favorite, followed by John Morant, R.J. Barrett, Darius Garland, DeAndre Hunter, Michael Porter Jr., has the fifth best odds tied for the fifth best odds with the mm. andre hunter interesting
3: don't you think very interesting man if if the hype wasn't big enough right <laughs> uh 18 to one hey I mean this is a guy and and I, I know we keep talking about it uh, the hype with Michael Porter jr but coming at, when he was in college you know people around him were expecting him to be the number one draft pick injuries happened and here we are now but even the guys around Michael Porter Jr., and I know you've talked a lot about this and you can uh, allude more to it, but he's the real deal if he can stay healthy. And it sounds like he's going to get minutes, right?
2: Yeah, that's probably the biggest question when you're looking at his rookie of the year odds, obviously other than if he's going to stay healthy. It's is he going to play? And all indications are the Nuggets want to get a rotation spot to start the year. So he's not going to get as many minutes as a Zion Williamson and John Morant. And RJ Barrett, those guys are gonna play a lot more, but it does seem like Porter's gonna get minutes. Now, is he gonna play enough to put up the numbers to get in the rookie of the year discussion? I have a hard time seeing yeah. that happen. But I don't know, like maybe some voters will put some value on a guy like him contributing a lot to a really good team. Yeah. Whereas a lot of these rookies and top contenders for rookie of the year are gonna be on really bad teams. Mm-hmm. I mean, we we've seen that in the past and usually yeah. The, the side that wins out is the guy who puts up really good numbers on a bad team, yeah. so that's probably how it will go again. I mean,
3: we can look at the numbers right here. Zion is the clear-cut favorite to, to win the work rookie of the year, and we don't expect the Pelicans to be in contention. Sure. Right? But, you know, it is it is interesting. You know, if Porter comes in and starts getting rotational minutes and is performing well, I mean, he could, he could get into that 20, 25-minute range. And mm-hmm. I think if he can consistently get minutes like that, I think that's enough. Uh, to to be in contention for a rookie of the year.
2: And I'm not even sure how many of these top guys are going to put up, like, overly impressive numbers. It's Uh, hard to say.
3: It's it's hype building off of what they did in
2: college. Because this draft class was super weak. Like, Mm -hmm. Zion will put up numbers. I'm not even going to come out here and say, like, John Morant or R.J. Barrett will put up special numbers by any means. None of those guys are putting up Luka Doncic or Trey Young-type numbers. Mm -hmm. No way. Maybe Zion can approach kind of that Trey Young Mm -hmm. threshold I don't think anybody else in this draft class is going to really put up those eye-popping rookie numbers that are going to get them yeah. in there at discussion. DeAndre Hunter, like he's not going to put up crazy numbers. Kobe White is not going to put up crazy numbers. Yeah. Like Other than Zion, it, it could just be really him and, and then the rest, and then maybe Porter is just a nice little wild card. I, I
3: have a sleeper here, and this is mainly based off how he performed in summer league, and I actually don't know how many minutes he will get, but it sounds like with the Wizards, they're going to be in a rebuilding phase this Mm -hmm. year. So that is actually a good opportunity for Hachimura to to get some pretty good minutes. And this is a guy that I watched all throughout college and he was a a man amongst boys in college. And he came into summer league and put up some really good numbers. He was one of the, probably the top five players coming out of summer league, or at least how they perform. So at 40 to one, that's a guy that I would put some money on just because, uh, how high those odds are. And, he looked good in summer league, and he, he's proved himself in college. So I think he's going to actually get some good minutes off, uh, most likely off the bench. He'll I'm, definitely play a lot. Yeah. He's going to get minutes, and the, that's the type of guy that you want to want to look at for rookie of the year. You you want a guy who's talented, of course, uh, and who's going to get minutes. And I al- almost think that's more important for the rookie of the year. Than a guy, let's say like Porter, who may get way less minutes on a winning team. Yeah, Uh, it's a little different, of course, with an MVP guy, right? You you need that. um, You you're the most valuable player. You right. You You got to be be on a good good team. team. Not so much with the rookie of the year, but it does help. So, just something to mention there. Uh, there's nothing else that really pops out. I mean, we can just mention this for fun, but Bull Bulls at seventy-five to one. But yeah, I, we, I don't know how much he is going to play, but it's just interesting to see the other nugget on the board here. So, you're a fan of the Isaiah Thomas to Rui Hachimura pick and roll connection? I <laughs> I, I, I guess I'm going to have to be if I if I bet, bet Hachimura. So yeah,
2: yeah. It, this could be a year where there's some sleeper rookie not, you know, a guy who is drafted super high that maybe is a nice dark horse candidate for mm-hmm. rookie of the year. Like is Jackson Hayes like can he play minutes? He was great in summer yeah. league as well, but he still seems super raw and I don't know how many minutes he'll play in Cam Reddish New Orleans
3: interesting too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean that's another guy at, to your point maybe he's a he's a sleeper that comes out at, you know, 35 to 1. So but, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of Zion and who else, right? So, I mean, it's, it's most likely going to be Zion, but, hey, you, you never know. I, I can't see
2: really too many scenarios where it's Porter. I just yeah. can't see him getting the consistent minutes and, and him being able to put up the numbers that these other guys will in much larger roles. That's – I'm – very surprised to see him that high, but Mm -hmm. maybe that speaks to just kind of the lack of overall talent in this draft class. That's what I would think.
3: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I would agree with that. It, it, you know, it'd be fun maybe to put some on him, but, uh, 16 to one's not a bad value there, but it's just when, when you compare him to some of the other guys who are going to get more significant minutes, uh, it's hard to, to say he's, he's going to be in contention. All right.
2: Anything else
3: that you want to hit on here? Make sure to follow Ben
2: at CapWise, on Instagram, at CapWise, CapWise.com, daily betting content.
3: Yeah, um, getting ready for football season. I've uh, been working long hours, uh, writing articles, uh, prepping uh, for over-under win totals with uh, the college football teams. We'll start throwing out some over-under win totals for the NFL teams as well. And, uh, yeah, it's this is an exciting time of the year. Even though the NBA offseason is, is going on, it's been super exciting mm-hmm. with, with all the – the trades and the moves. So it's getting busy for me, but yeah, just make sure to uh, head to capwise.com and we'll have your back here. Awesome. Well, thanks for coming on. And as
2: always, guys, thanks for listening. We'll be back with another episode on Monday. Talk to you then. Hey BSN listeners, Strava Craft Coffee is a game-changing coffee. It's the CBD enriched coffee that has really changed lives. Their reviews are incredible, so make sure you check them out. This CBD-infused coffee has taken away everything from long-term migraines to back pain and arthritis, IBS. It has helped to decrease anxiety, you name it. CBD is all natural and not psychoactive. The coffee is also just flat out rich and tasty, and we couldn't recommend it anymore to our listeners. Check it out for yourself today, and you can receive 20% off when you use the code BSN2019 at checkout, and you'll get it shipped straight to your door.